Welcome, everybody. I am Rachel Levy-Lesser. And I am Stephanie Goldstein, and this is Life's Accessories, a podcast about accessories, clothing, fashion, and the stories behind them. We are two friends who love to accessorize and who remember what we wore on pretty much every meaningful occasion, and that is what we love to talk about. You can follow us on Instagram at Life's Accessories Podcast and also on Facebook. You can also email us at Podcast at gmail.com with comments, questions, or accessory suggestions. And if you like what you're listening to, we would love it for you to share this podcast with a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. Also, do not forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Life's Accessories. We are so excited for our guest today, aren't we, Rach? I am very excited for our guest today. Let me just tell you that. I don't know which one of us is more excited. It's hard I'm to so tell. I'm so excited that I wore my <laughs> Life's Accessories sweater that we got on an Etsy shop today. Yes. That's how excited I am. Yes. Well, her name is Peaches and Diesel or Peaches on Instagram, and That's not actually her real name, but we're going to use Peaches as her name. And she uses humor to navigate important topics like her own Dateline NBC murder episode, fashion emergencies like cutouts and micro shorts, as well as her new life as an empty nester, which you're getting closer to. I'm not quite there yet, but we can emphasize. But I like her videos. I love all her videos about empty nesting because she's so funny. She brings humor to so many things, which is so desperately needed and appreciated, right? 100%. Yes. In her house of peaches, she recreates thousand dollar runway looks using materials from her basement or even the local swimming pool. And every day is an adventure, whether sewing, crafting, dancing to Jardian's commercials. Do you do that? Sometimes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Or wondering who will go into her Dateline NBC murder binder next. I don't know. Maybe there's a spot for us. Okay. Our listeners are probably like, what is happening? What is happening? And we were kind of like, what is happening too when doing our research? But I got to tell you, she's awesome. Peach's dogs are named Jolene and Gipper, and you can follow them on Instagram at Jolene the Dolly Doodle. They're famous on Instagram. Yeah, They were famous before she was. I think one of her dogs is an influencer. They've been featured on The Ellen Show, The Today Show, and many others. And she has nearly 455,000 followers between her accounts on Instagram. Impressive. Very Peaches works as a video producer in Denver, Colorado, creating patient education videos for University of Colorado Hospital and fundraising videos for nonprofits, among many others. She's a do-gooder, as my dad would say. Yes. Her work has taken her from man camps, Hmm. which I know nothing about. No, have to ask her about those. Hmm. Raining men. Not band camp. No. Raining men. And- gas plants in Texas to Africa to document musicians collaborating with local health officials to benefit the Ugandan community. See? Do good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She founded her own video production business in 2003 after working for CBS News as an investigative producer. Peaches can be found playing tennis, which we love, talking about Dolly Parton, who we really love, yes. and worrying about being consumed by a shark, which can we relate. get. totally or hanging with her husband aka captain big shot maybe we'll meet him i love a good big shot don't you yes absolutely who doesn't 
No. Can't wait to bring on Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Life Successories. We are so happy to have you here. And yes, we are calling you Peaches, right? That is correct. Thank you so much for having me. We are thrilled to have you, Peaches. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. What accessory do you want to talk about today? The fanny pack, of course. The most beautiful, useful, well-rounded accessory that does not disappoint and gives you hands-free goodness at all times. That is the most eloquent description I have ever heard of a fanny pack. And frankly, maybe I will convert. Okay, we're having a triggering moment right now. This is very triggering. Our listeners who've been loyal, thank you, loyal listeners. Thank you. For the last year or so, Mm will know that Stephanie and I devoted an entire episode to the ins and outs of the fanny pack. As you should. Peaches, I didn't want to tell you this before, but I am a big fan of the fanny pack. No pun intended. Stephanie is not. Okay. That's okay. I run into this all the time, but as a fanny pack enthusiast, I think I could maybe turn Stephanie around on this. Well, let's give it a go. What do you love about it? And I know you have a lot of them, so let's get into it. Okay. What I would start by saying, what's not to love? If you like to have a hands-free experience and also know that things are secure on your person, then this is the item for you. Like picture going to a concert. We have Red Rocks here in Colorado. You're Mm -hmm. outside a major arena. Why would you want to have something you have to hold or that's across your chest? This you just put on your hips. You don't even know. And what I will tell you is if you're really running and living your best life as a fanny pack owner and guardian, you have a two pack system. And the one zipper is for your ID and your money. The other one is for your lip gloss and your other things that if they fall out, it's not as big of an emergency. This system is flawless. Now, let me tell you something else about the fanny pack. I went hiking through Italy. Yes. Yes, I did. It was 105 degrees. It was, as I was doing it, I was wondering why I had chosen that particular vacation, but I used a fanny pack because who needs a backpack? It's just your hips. You don't even feel that it's there. And then you can add like an accessory to hold water. I have a Yeti thing that I put on there and it holds the water. It's on my hips. It's out of my way. It's, it's wow. amazing. So it's like a fanny pack attachment. I used it as a fanny with a carabiner. Really? Yes. Yes. So it's all on your hips. There's nothing bugging you. And they come in every color, every size. You can wear them to holiday parties if they have sequins on them. As someone who has always worn them, when they came back into style, I took offense to that because they've always been here. Nobody has rediscovered them. They have been a solid accessory. They're ageless. You've been wearing fanny packs for how how long? Because I was raised properly. My mom (laughs) would always have, she always had one on another one. When you have a garage sale, think about that. You put your singles and your cash in your fanny pack. And one of my longest standing memories is my mom wearing a fanny pack at a garage sale. Now that is classy. I want to point something out here. You are referring to this as the fanny pack, right? One of the things that I've taken offense to is the belt bag, the crossbody, and they are fanny packs in disguise. And that makes me angry. I have a real problem with that. And I'm very glad you brought that up because okay, that is let's not, get into that it. is not real fanny pack ownership. Thank those, you. Those are frauds. And Thank they're also you. Chanel. Louis Vuitton. No, we don't do that. If you, if we you don't do that. Fanny pack user, you get one that is twenty-two dollars or under. Let's sport okay. Zach. Jan Sport. Jan Sport. 
Yeah. Yes. Can I bring something second. up? What do you yeah. think about Lululemon or Athleta? Okay. I don't want to upset anyone who does that <laughs> because I do have nieces that the younger set, they're adopting the Lululemons to avoid true fanny pack glory. I have a problem with that. Okay. Okay. I'm accepting. It's not a cross all- body bag. A fanny no. pack is a fanny pack. I think to sort of put a pin in this, you mentioned earlier about hiking in Italy with your fanny pack, which sounds amazing. And you said something about, again, not into the backpacks and remember the backpacks of the nineties where everybody had those tiny little backpacks on their backs, but you said you don't like something across your body. So what you're saying, I assume is that you don't wear the fanny pack as we've called it an awkward cross body, right? You just keep it on your A hundred percent. I do not. Okay. That is a right. violation okay. of okay. the entire core okay. of this ownership. And I already did something on my Instagram about you don't get a Chanel or Louis Vuitton cross body and call it a fanny pack. Oh, your okay. hips are okay. meant to carry stuff. So <laughs> you can put all kinds of stuff on there and it doesn't hurt your body. You can hike in it. You can Like I said, in the concert, it's right on you. Nobody's going to steal your wallet. That's a very good point. I appreciate this because we're talking about the OG fanny pack. These are not imposter fanny packs. Pure, pure, pure fanny packs. I'm a purist. I like that. I like you even more than I did before I met you. I'm glad to hear you say that because to know me is to know that I wear fanny packs. You know, the other thing they do, if you have a dress on, you put the fanny pack on and it's like a built-in belt. It's like a little- A hundred percent. I've done that. Yeah. Have you ever made your own fanny pack? What's interesting. Uh, I have the infrastructure to make a fanny pack. I have the clips <clears throat> and I have the pattern. And I fully intended to make one during quarantine, but I got stuck on zipper pouches instead. But I do have the infrastructure okay. and you've just inspired me. I might make one. Okay. okay. I feel like we could do three hours on the fanny pack, but yes, I do want to move us on a little bit and talk about your creative life. First, Peaches, Peaches and Diesel. Can you tell us about your name, how you got it, why you go by it, et cetera? It's very basic. It's my CB handle. When I would drive cross country to college, I was on the CB radio talking to the truckers as one does. Back then you had the radio station in the middle of the country. You didn't have a lot of radio options. So I would always just talk to the truckers. They tell you where the um, Smokies were taking pictures. That's the cops. Breaker one nine, you got your ears on. Peaches and diesel. And then the 10-4 at the end is the 10-4 good buddy. Excellent. Right there. And I have a lot of people that have been calling me peaches for a very long time. You are on Instagram and you do all sorts of things that we mentioned in your bio before we brought you on. When you started all of this, everything that you're doing on Instagram, what were you hoping would happen? What was the inspiration? Talk to us about started peaches during 2020 when I was locked in my house with my family. And I just did it because I was trying to stay sane. I would just video me cleaning out a closet and people seem to like it. Now, let me just back up for a second. I do have an Instagram famous dog, Jolene, the dog. I was already doing that. that. So I told those people that I was going to start something new and that's where I got some people to come over, but it was just like an outlet for me because I am a video producer and my career shut down basically during that time. I couldn't really, I was having to get creative, but I always have been a silly goose it was fun and people seemed to relate. I It built this community that was really, really fun. All these mostly women, but some men. And it was just really fun and, and collaborative and a nice little community. And then it just kept growing. And then I think it was actually last fall 
there's neighbor content that went viral. And then also I really did go to anthropology to find a pair of pants and I got so mixed up in there. I had mesh on, I had pearl, like, and that went viral too. And then it just kept going. Things just kept getting shared. I can't believe I'm in the fashion lane. Look at me. I'm wearing, I wear jean shirts. I, I like what I like. I wear fanny right. pack jean shirts and I have no authority on fashion. I took note of your jean shirt when you first came on. And I love that you call it a jean shirt and not like a chambray. It's a oh jean shirt. It's, okay. it's a jean shirt. And I can't it's stop buying them. Shirt. I just it's bought one shirt. from Wrangler. I'm a fan of all forms of the word jean, like jean shirt, jean skirt, jean yes. jacket. Yes. I love it. And by the way, I love the whole anthropology video because I'm a big fan of anthropology, as our listeners know. And it is very overwhelming in there, particularly in the pants department, because there are like 37 types of black pants in that store. Are there not? Yes. But also my body has really changed. Like I, I am like in that phase where I all of a sudden have the stomach and my, I'm just like, what is going on? So I don't even know what fits. I don't even know what's cute. I don't know what style. I really don't know anything. But when I went there that day, it was jacked. And I have always been loyal to anthropology. That place had the weirdest crap in there. And now with these micro shorts, everyone's making us wear these underpants with sequins on them and mesh and showing like, where are the clothes for I'm 50. I want to look cute. I'm a video producer. I actually have to go places and look like cute hip, like, oh, she looks like she knows what she's doing. She looks like a video producer, right? (laughs) (laughs) Who will create a good video. It's funny you said that about the micro shorts, because I was on the anthropology website the other day and there was this really cute black turtleneck, which felt like something I would buy, but it was advertised on the anthropology website with a sequin silver bra on top of it. And I was like, wait, is that part of the turtleneck? I'm not wearing a sequin bra. Do totally you go anywhere you and see that. anyone? Like I have a daughter who wears short dresses like that. The, sure. the college girls and high school girls wear micro shorts, their jean shorts and all that. I don't know who is wearing this stuff. That And that's where my, that's where Peaches, I think is resonating with people is that I just call stuff out as I see mm-hmm. it. That's how mm-hmm. I walk through the world and I'm like, what? Or like pleather. I bought a pair of pleather pants. Do you understand that those are heaters? You might as well just put an eight, like 110 degree heating pad on your ass crack. That's what you should do. Here comes. I think you may have just given me inspiration for my hockey rink wardrobe. Mm. Yeah. Wear pleather pleather pads. um, pads. That's what I will do. Awesome idea. When you put your content out there, you're talking about fashion, you're creating outfits, et cetera. You're not doing that the way it's almost like when you put content out there, right? This alter ego, right? Your name is not Peaches and we're not divulging your real name, but tell us about that whole alter ego piece of it. If we can call it that. It's me, but I use a weird voice and I can't figure (laughs) out like the voice I use. It's usually because I'm whispering in a corner at Nordstrom and it's like this thing. And so all my friends and my husband's wife, what is, who's, what's happening with that? It is me. It is, it is, I'm right. not sure it's even an alter. Okay. Ego. Um, okay. The voice is the, the real mystery for sure. Um, I will tell you doing Instagram stuff, like the bigger my following has gotten, it's gotten a little more intimidating because I'm noticing people are really listening to me and wondering what I'm going to say. And I feel like you have to be a little more careful, but the whole point is that I'm not careful. I think that's the point I've run into to some trouble. People are pretty mean on Instagram actually. They can be. We totally appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate your brand. And I, I'm feeling inspired by what you're saying. You're saying the stuff that 
nobody else will say. What do your kids think of this? And do they tell their friends about you on oh. Instagram or do they already know about it? Oh, so my son, when he was in high school, didn't really want to participate in it. My daughter has always been game. Have you noticed? She's totally, yes. into she thinks yes. it's funny. She thinks her friends think it's funny. My son was at like a fraternity party and somehow a, another kid there, like it, he brought it up and then the, his mom was there and was like, wait, your mom is peaches. And so she called me. It was just really funny. Their friends find out about me or I kind of forget sometimes that people I know see it. My right. mom, my mother-in-law. That's why I have to keep going knowing that I can't make everyone happy. But your mom participates on those Nordstrom trips. She did. Does she, got, does she know what she's in for when she's oh, when yeah. she's out and about with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really funny. Like, I thought that one was really funny because we had three generations trying on this clothing. We're trying to figure out who is supposed to wear this. Who is supposed to wear this prairie dress with potholder sleeves? That's $800 or $500. Because my daughter looked cute in it, but she wouldn't wear that style and she couldn't afford it. My mom looked ridiculous. I looked ridiculous. So when you're developing content, tell us about that process. What inspires you? Do you do it when the spirit moves you? Do you have something in mind? Are you looking at, you mentioned you're not a fashionista, but at the same time, you're very much aware of the torn up clothes and the trash bag, pocketbook. So tell us a bit about that process. It is my hobby. This is not my job. So that's yeah. one thing that yeah. I have other responsibilities and I do feel pressure to create content and then it has to be a hit and funny and interesting and different and whatever. But it's usually just, I would describe it as observational humor. I'll walk by and be like, oh God, everything's mesh. What's happening? I really can't go to the mall. Like I try to go to find a pair of jeans and then I get trapped somewhere. And next thing I know I'm at forever 21 trying on the, the velvet diaper one piece. Cause I'm like, it's just so absurd right now. I usually put something out once a week. So Monday's lurking. I have no ideas. Nothing's come to me, but something will. Sometimes I'm watching TV and I'll be reminded of Jardiance or the Ozempic commercials. And I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe I should have open tryouts for that commercial with my friends. Wouldn't that be funny? I Absolutely. feel like I want to take you shopping with me because I, know. I have these thoughts. I was at a store a couple weeks ago and I was like, they are selling these boxy blazers from the nineties. Everything's what? the nineties. What is happening? That was hideous. Do you remember? We yeah. used to buy yeah. crew extra large shirts called yeah. 90s style mom jeans. And I'm like, done that. And no. they, we have to no, do they a separate episode about the mom jeans. We have to get into that. I don't want to just be trapped in this fashion lane either. Because I'm always thinking about my murder and my Dateline NBC episode. Yes. And how, I'm, how it's going to go and how I'm going to produce my own episode. But now that Matthew Perry's stepdad is Keith Morrison, I'm tabling that to give them a little space right now. You've brought up a very important point. Point and something we want to talk about. I don't know if you knew this. It's not that public, but Stephanie is a bit of a closeted FBI investigator. We can we, collaborate because yeah, no, I think you should. We want to know about your special binder for the hypothetical Dateline episode, which you have named Prayers for Peaches. Talk to us about that. See, I'm a producer too. I used to work at CBS News. I used to do investigative report. So I want I wanted to have my own folder with like nice pictures of myself, some good storylines, some pivots. I put all my affairs in the affair tab. Yeah. Kevin Costner has caused me some trouble with his problems lately. So he's on the outs, but I did put Margot Robbie in in case we needed a lesbian pivot, which I thought was super smart. And I have Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy. And I just mm -hmm. kind of add 
subtract Alex Murdaugh is in there as a permanent. Mm. He's always going to be like a potential suspect just because he's so. Why not? I know. Good idea. Keep him there. I agree. Yeah. And so I have have pictures of me like volunteering and hugging my children (laughs) and just show showing that I'm a like a really good person. It is just smart business for all women to just kind of pay attention to, to these things. And I've done interviews. I've had press conferences with my husband and my daughter just to see how they could handle that. They were both terrible, by the way. I did happen to see those and I saw those. I saw your friends talking about you in the past tense and you might revisit all of it. These are compelling characters. And I think if you give them a little bit more training, you have to have some, you have to try out your friends gazing out the window or walking over a bridge. And I think my mom is next because I think my mom will sell Captain Big Shot down the river. I think I need to work with her in her press Mm. conference because she's going to be like a pretty angry mom. It's usually the mother that is the tell, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, they usually stand by the husband Mm -hmm. and then they turn. I wonder if the fanny pack is going to have a role in this. Where will it be found? It's going to be like, if it's in the field, something really bad has happened. Or it'll be found on my dismembered torso. Could we be interviewed by the authorities? And Kate, what did she say about the fanny pack? We will tell them to look for the fanny pack. Like We, we follow the we fanny pack trail. We okay. So I've already planned my funeral and there are going to be custom fanny packs at the door. That's smart. Will they will they say anything on them? It might say prayers for peaches. It may say peaches R.I.P. Kenny Loggins is going to sing Celebrate Me Home. Okay, I can't believe you brought up Kenny because it's like you're in our brain. Our next question is about the one and only Dolly Parton. Islands in the stream. Talk to us about your fascination with her. I feel like it's now cool to love Dolly. And again, yes. this goes back to it's like cool to love fanny packs. I have always loved Dolly. I am again, Dolly, Kenny, Willie Nelson, Winona Judd, my entire life yeah. has, has been these people. I, I have always loved her. People are talking now because she was on the Dallas Cowboys halftime show and people are saying never mess with Dolly. Do you understand that she is truly the queen? She's the queen of our country. She's done so much. She does. Everyone knows the books and she pays for like little league uniforms. So a lot of times if you're in Tennessee, someone's Oh, where'd you get your uniforms? Oh, Dolly paid for it. She paid for all those people who lost their houses in the fire. Like she's so generous. She also was like instrumental in getting the vaccine to market. Yeah, I know. Vaccine. But she has all these things I don't think people even know about. One thing I like about her, she doesn't pick sides. And I try and do that on my Instagram too. You have to stay super neutral. She doesn't let like Hillary Clinton use her song nine to five on a campaign thing. She wouldn't let a Republican. She just keeps it. Keeps right it down the middle. Just in a yeah. happy, generous, loving place. And she's really authentic too. That's for me, authenticity is so huge. She is what she is. She's in on the joke. She doesn't take herself too seriously. Anybody else doing the nail tapping right now? I don't have nails, but <laughs> nine to five. Because that was her nail tapping. St. Dolly Parton, I have her candle. <sighs> you obviously are a little bit clairvoyant maybe in that you've always been carrying the fanny packs. You've always been a fan of Dolly. And then they seem to come back and vote. Mm-hmm. What are you into these days that we can expect to be back in style, even though it's always been in style for you? I'm just curious because you seem to have a way with this. I just, I have always liked what I like and I have never cared if you don't like it. I remember in college, I got made fun of for loving country music and people thought I was such a hick. And I just have always thought, if you don't like it, that's fine. I wear my Judd sweatshirt and I have Kenny Rogers on my sweatshirt. And I wear, people think I'm in a costume. I'm like, 
just wearing my, <laughs> just wearing wearing my sweatshirt. Um, I think sewing is good. I think people should embrace crafting and sewing and do it yourself type of stuff. And I'm actually a crappy sewer, but I might hire tutors because how cool if I can make my own clothes for real. When you pull that sewing machine out on your videos, I just start laughing before the project even because <laughs> first of all, you look like a pro and you just put this stuff together, trial and error. And what's the favorite creation you've ever made? Do you have I one? I think the hardest one was the upside down blue dress that mm. I wore outside. It was four degrees and Captain Big Shot helped me. He loves a subframe. He's always trying to create a subframe and do things technically perfect. And I'm like, no, no, no. we're just doing this like as fast as possible to get an approximation. Whenever I make swimsuits or leotards, I trace a swimsuit and then I never give myself enough space. So it's like a disaster. The knife dress was the hardest. The knife dress was the absolute hardest. And I almost gave up. I was three hours in. I couldn't keep those knives on. I was so frustrated, but I got there eventually. I thought that was pretty good. I think there is a whole line of Peach's fashion here that is got to come out, and including the fanny pack, right? My fanny pack swimsuit was pretty solid because the storage, when you're in a swimsuit, again, you don't wear a crossbody purse to go in the ocean. No. With my no. design, you have all that you need in the fanny pack zippers <laughs> and it dries quickly. It doesn't even get wet if you use the right fabric. That is amazing. I can see people wearing fanny packs walking along the beach. Absolutely. It's funny now that, you know, there's always those seniors that are wearing culottes and fanny packs and you're like, oh, look at that senior wearing that outfit. We've all seen that outfit. But now the closer I'm getting to that, I'm like, I get it. That's a great outfit, the the culottes. I'm not sure I will wear the fanny pack, but I I have respect for it. I have respect for what you're saying. Yes. And they wear like a a sensible orthotic shoe and maybe like a Gloria Vanderbilt culotte from Costco. Those are also called lady skimmers. Also a different version were called clam diggers. And that is correct. correct. And then what do they call them now? Capris, just capris. Capris. I think you've answered the question there, which is that is going to be the look that's back in style now, the senior look, right? I love a sensible orthotic. I am pro comfort. Mm-hmm. And maybe the jean shirt is also something I'm really exploring. I can't stop buying them. I just bought one from Wrangler. I was at the boot barn. I love the boot barn. Have you been yep. there? You have those? No, we I do not. I have not been to the boot we barn. We do not. No. Okay. That is a very exciting place to visit because Field there's trip. sequins, there's fringe, there's jeans for curves. Store that ends with Hats. a barn, like dress barn. All good. I haven't been to a dress barn. Should I go to the dress barn? I haven't been to a dress barn. Wait, is it still open? I don't know if they still have it. That was out out okay. here, out east. I would love How to go to an accessories a barn. barn. I I mean accessories barns. Yes, I would go. Pack barn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good things are found in barns. That is correct, I, right? I feel like, I feel like we're in a brainstorming session. We are not just a we podcast. Are. Let me yeah. get a whiteboard. Yeah. I know this is incredible. Don't write on Dolly. That's for sure. No. Tell us a little bit about your video production work. Now we read in your bio that you have uh, explored man camps. What are those? Okay. This is exciting. I'm glad you asked. Um, Okay. I was hired to produce a video in Texas at a gas plant, a safety video. Now where all these gas plants are is the middle of nowhere. So there's no hotels or anything. So all the workers stay in something called a man camp. Everyone calls it man camp. I say it's like Girl Scout camp with 
oil rig workers. <laughs> it's like trailers. And then they have a huge cafeteria and then like a game area. I called it rehab because you're not allowed to drink there. So I went and everyone's in flame resistant clothing and hard hats, myself included. My game was amazing because I went to the boot barn and I got my Ariat like flame resistant. But the, what's great about the cafeteria is that it's there to please these guys who aren't with their wives or whoever like to feed them. So it's like mm-hmm. soft serve station. There's like every day is homemade baked goods. It's a way to get to completely like to get diabetes, basically. <laughs> Sounds and, awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like the only girl. There were maybe two other girls. Me. It reminds the- me of the show Yellowstone. Remember where oh, they all lived in those bunk beds and they played poker at night and stuff? They drank. They definitely drank. Each room has a big lazy boy recliner and a bed and like a shower that's made for like the size of four men. The shower was so big. And, and everyone backs their truck into their spots. Like it was a cultural revelation talking to these people. They do two weeks on, two weeks off. Sometimes they drive 18 hours from their home to work on these. It's just a really interesting part of our country, the the way people work down there. I loved it. I love the guys. I feel like this is the part of our podcast where we usually start to wrap up, but I feel like this could take us elsewhere when we ask you, (laughs) where can our listeners find you on social media? Because you are in a lot of places and so are your dogs. So let's hear about this ever-growing social media viral sensation that is Peaches. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Peaches and Diesel 104 is my Instagram and I welcome everyone. It's a really fun community because you may like the videos, but the comments are almost funnier. They are so funny. The women on my page are hilarious and they're all over the place. They're all over the country and all over the world, actually. And by the way, in Australia, fanny pack means something different. Do you know this? Because all what does it mean? Friends, no, what does my it mean? Australian friends go bonkers when I say it because fanny is another word for oh lady parts. Lady bits. Yeah. So, they so what do they bag. call it in I Australia? I think they call it a bum bag. Interesting. Oh, yeah. it does make okay. Me- okay. Yeah. okay. So okay. there you have that. I get that. Jolene right. the Dolly Doodles where Gipper and Jolene are. And they are, they've been viral sensations. They were on the Ellen show at one point for social media. They've been all over the news. Jolene is a paid influencer sometimes for Doggy Parton, which is Dolly Parton's thing. She promoted uh, Dolly's miniseries on Netflix. Fantastic. She- She's been everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two main places. Amazing. I love what you're creating and I can't wait to see where this goes. That's my question. But where do you hope to take this? Are you just going to kind of keep going and see what happens? I have always believed that anything is possible. I teach my kids that anything is possible. I have no idea where it's going to go. I love that I get to meet so many interesting people. And I don't know. I'm just a curious person. I have... I'm just curious to see what happens as long as I still have good ideas and maybe I could collaborate with some people. It is still just a hobby. Maybe it'll become more than that. Well, I have to say this, that when I somehow found you through some algorithm, I couldn't stop watching and exploring because you bring so much laughter and light into the world. And that is so badly needed. Thank you for bringing so much joy. I really hope all our listeners, if you're not following peaches you're missing out you got to start following her immediately because you just make us laugh and laugh and laugh so thank you for that gift thank you so much for saying that that is one of the top rewards i get is when i I get some messages from people who are either have lost a loved one or going through a hardship 
or a health problem or just had a bad day. That to me means a lot because I do think this world is very upsetting and scary. And that's why I really just try and keep it in my lane. I don't address those other things. I just try and keep it humorous just so we can have a place to laugh and be together in, in that way. As Stephanie's friends back in Boston would say, that's very smart. Very smart. Oh, wicked, <laughs> yeah. wicked smart. I agree with everything Stephanie said. And to our listeners who are about to go check out Peaches and Diesel on Instagram, you're welcome. But also it was so <laughs> yes. nice to meet the person behind Peaches who I like what you said. It's not your alter ego, but it is a part right. of who you are because it's just interesting to see what inspired you to do this, where you came from and where you may be going with it. It's just really fun to talk to you. So we appreciate all the time that you spent with us. You girls are great. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. And I like that you called us girls because we're yes. girls. Yeah. We're girls. We Cute are girls. I don't we take look- offense to that. No. When a waiter or waitress calls me miss instead of ma'am, I want to hug them. I like yeah. when a waitress calls me sweetheart. <gasps> I like that or honey. Like I'm okay. I'm okay. Or hun. Hun is even better than honey. Hun is it. the best. Hun. All right, hon, listen, we're going to wrap it. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. Okay, sweetie, we can say it. Toots. <laughs> I call my daughter Toots. All right, Toots doll. Honey, talk to you later. Bye, babe. Thanks, Peach. Is. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Life's Accessories. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and get in touch. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.